The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Another St. Peter classic. Fired up, yo. I saw her standing there looking all hot and shit. As I walked across the room, I knew this was it. Her titties were standing out, the kind you want to put in your mouth. And I asked her straight up if she would sell me some weed, yeah, some weed. And I asked her right then if she would sell me some weed, yeah, some weed. Saying I love smoking bowls, pack it up and stick it in my mouth, baby. I love smoking bowls, fire one up and I'll suck on it. Woot! She smiled and motioned for me to follow her. She led me outside and we stopped next to a dumpster. I asked her if she had the shit. She said the chill, she had it. Next thing I knew, she pulled out this dank ass weed, dank ass weed. She pulled out this fat bag of dank ass weed, dank ass weed. Saying, I love smoking balls. Pack it up and shove it in my mouth, baby. I love smoking balls. Fire it up and puff on it. Woot! Yeah, blaze one up, bitch. She said, you're really hot. Do you want to share this pot? I said, would you just sell me some fucking weed? Yeah, some weed. I'm looking to buy a bag of fucking weed, yeah, some weed, because I love smoking bowls, and I and hard in my mouth, baby, I love smoking bowls, so move along now so I can smoke some weed, yeah, that bitch was persistent, yeah, I got my fucking bag of weed, and went home and smoked it by myself, I'm awesome! You can put your weed in there. Stone is Jesus. Oh, check this out. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. A lot of people don't realize this, but you can put your weed in there. This is the Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. This is Mark Greg, you're a prune tag. If I can use a medical term. Man, oh, man. You're gay. There's no facts in, in the church. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. Don't try to debate me on something. Motherfucker, I can't do many things well, but words are my shit. Fuck yeah, words are my shit. Indeed, Stern Jesus Show, chapter 3, verse 26. I understand Jesus. Find me on Twitter. Ask Jesus 420 various 
social media platforms. They're all linked at sternerjesus.net. All my social media links, past shows, all that shit. Sponsor banners, go support them, they support us. Sternerjesus.net. Live right now on Twitch, Periscope, Twitter, and Facebook. Not on YouTube. Fuck YouTube. Some of the copyrighted notices and the bullshit, and then they gave me a strike for something fucking eight years ago. Fuck, fuck you. Just fuck you. That's right. That's my rant. That's it. So we're not live on YouTube. I may post clips on there. I don't know. This is where it's at. Wherever you're watching it, that's where it's at. That's where it's happening. That's where the shit is going down. Wherever you are, that's what's up. We are live on May 7th, 2020. This is officially for keeping score at home, and I know you are. Quarantine number 10 with Jesus since uh, self-isolation really began in earnest in the United States in mid-March. A lot of stuff going on tonight. New voicemail from St. Peter. He talks about Don Shuler. The Don Shuler just passed. We do profiles in depth. So I guess that's why he called in and told his Don Shuler story. I don't know. I can never really tell exactly why St. Peter does something, so I don't worry about it. I just know that it happened. The why is not important. Or the how. Or the when. All that's important is the what. We have the what. Later tonight. Also, I did an interview with Nick Mailer from DallasNovelty.com. Make sure you check out DallasNovelty.com for your sex toy needs. I cannot describe the amount of products that are on that website. You need to find it. If you're home and, uh, you know, things are uh, rough with a significant other because you're just not stepping up the plate anymore, you run out of ideas, you run out of things to do, check out DallasNovelty.com and an interview with him on Instagram Live. You can go see that. Well, I don't think you can see it on Instagram Live anymore. You can see it tonight here on the show because uh, I take things like that and I play them at a later date. And I may play it again someday. I'll play it a lot. <laughs> I'm not above doing things over and over again. We talked about a lot of cool stuff, too. It's a very interesting story. A very popular brand you've likely heard of Dallas Novelty if you're into sex toys. <laughs> Let's face it, we know you are. Also tonight, I'm going to talk about our show on OnlyFans. We've got a lot of stuff planned for OnlyFans.com slash Jesus. I'm serious about this. Okay? And I have seven fans on OnlyFans. You can follow for free. That's important though. I shouldn't have said that. Makes the number I'm about to say. Makes the seven fans the seven fans that I said not as not as big. I have seven fans on OnlyFans, and I look like this. So, you know, dreams really do come true. I'll play a little clip of that. We also got news on Carol Baskin, a five-year-old driver, and murder hornets. That's right. I said murder hornets. Well, I saw a video today where a praying mantis was beating this, was fucking up a murder hornet. So, you know, the power of prayer and whatnot. <laughs> All that is coming up. You can email the show, standardjesus420 at gmail.com. I am checking out the Periscope chat room and the Twitch chat room. I'll try to share the Facebook thing in the Facebook group. If you are on Facebook and you're interested and you're a hardcore fan of the show, search Disciples of Stoner Jesus on Facebook. I'll try to share the show at some point in there as well so that people may partake. Now, as I said, OnlyFans. OnlyFans.com slash Stoner Jesus. Doing a lot of stuff on there so far. We've done porn reviews. We're going to do topless interviews, all kinds of stuff. Any kind of uncensored stuff that we couldn't, that wouldn't fly on these platforms. Twitter's changing a lot. Periscope, nudity, stuff like that. Just doesn't fly anymore. Obviously not on Twitch or anyplace else. Uh, I guess I could do a live show on Tumblr. Who fucking wants to watch me on Tumblr? Who even uses Tumblr anymore? I haven't used my Tumblr in years. In any case, 
there are now three shows. This picture right here says nothing was found on my, my OnlyFans, but now it's an old picture. It's an old screenshot. There's three shows, three episodes of Let's Watch Some Porn with Stoner Jesus. So far, I've only reviewed cartoon porn. And when you go follow me for free on there, OnlyFans.com slash Stoner Jesus. I got Stoner Jesus on there. Couldn't get Stoner Jesus even on Twitter. I was one of the first... I was like 2009 on Twitter. I couldn't get Stern Jesus. I had to get Stern Jesus 420. But I go look on OnlyFans, bam, it's there. The name I was always meant to have. That's what, it's, it's fate. It's fate. I was to come to OnlyFans and get to be Stern Jesus on OnlyFans instead of Stern Jesus 420. You may be confused. You may be looking for Stern Jesus 420 on there. Don't. It's not me, bro. It's someone else, bro. Anyway, these are exclusive shows to OnlyFans, but I'm going to play you the first part for our first episode, give you a little taste of the kind of shenanigans that we're going to be up to over there on OnlyFans. So there it is. Starts with the logo, like everything. By the way, I'll pause this. Yo. Oh, I'll pause it right there. <laughs> I'll pause it right there while I talk about this because that's perfect. So I'll leave it up there for a while. And you see those graphics with the show and everything, just like this one. It's very professionally done. I'm a professional broadcaster. Anyway, you notice it starts with the logo, and I'm like, this show just goes right into the show. There's no there's no theme song. I need a theme song. I'm going to put it on the call on Twitter where more people will see it, obviously, but for right now, for those of you watching this part of the show, you... I keep seeing, I keep seeing myself. <laughs> if you make music, I need a theme song. Something that says, let's watch some former standard Jesus. Something along those lines on OnlyFans. Dot com slash Darren Jesus. Just get that into the song. Everything else is up to you. I give you creative control. I just need it to be suitable to go before the show. I don't care if you say fuck 58 times in the 22 second song. I don't care. As long as it says something about watching porn with Darren Jesus on OnlyFans, OnlyFans.com slash Darren Jesus, I don't care. I don't give a shit what you talk about. Well, <clears throat> within limits. If the rest of the song is about, you know, white supremacy or busing Jews to camps or something, no, I can't, we can't, that's not going to fly. I can't do that. Not that I want to. It's not the only reason I'm not doing it is because it wouldn't fly. I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, the way I said that, it made it sound like I'm, I really want to do that, but the fucking, oh, the man. The man won't let me do a theme song about, about busing Jews to concentration camps. No, I wouldn't want to do that under any circumstance. Just to be clear, I'm not down with that. I'm against the Holocaust. I'm against slavery domestic abuse, anything that infringes on the rights of anyone else, I'm against. Just to get that out there. Anyway, now, anyway, here, here's what the show looks like. Ooh, what's up, everybody? That's, uh, oh, that's already a screw-up right there. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch some porn. There we go. See? I already messed up the first show. That's okay. I'm not going to do whatever. I'm going to leave it in there. Welcome, everybody. I am Stoner Jesus from StonerJesus.net and the Stoner Jesus Show. It's the Stoner Jesus Show OnlyFans exclusive. OnlyFans.com slash Stoner Jesus, that's where I run OnlyFans now. I was hoping the name of this show, I did a poll on Twitter, I was hoping the name would be Watching Your Mom, but I guess Let's Watch Some Porn with Stoner Jesus is more descriptive. So that's what we're going with, that's what's winning in the poll as I record this. So I think that's what the name is going to be. Let's Watch Some Porn with Stoner Jesus, basically a porn review show and podcast or videocast, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to do on OnlyFans, we'll do some other stuff. I'm going to start with some cartoon porn. Get into some other things, maybe do some full-length screenings of some classic porn movies down the line. Also, if you're an OnlyFans girl, 
or an OnlyFans dude, whatever. You want a, a promotion? You want to do an interview on my OnlyFans, a nude or semi-nude or doing something crazy, uh, whatever you can think of. I'm, I'm open. This is new. This whole OnlyFans thing is new. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if people are going to care. We'll see what the reaction is. But if you want to do an interview on my OnlyFans in exchange for promotion on your OnlyFans, of your OnlyFans, on my Twitter of 137,000 plus people, let me know at StandardJesus420. So there you go. You get the idea of what we're doing over on OnlyFans. Again, it's exclusive to OnlyFans, so I'm not going to play the little thing. Plus, I'm not even sure cartoon porn would fly on a lot of platforms I'm on. So, you know, that's it. Just a taste. Just a taste to get you interested. So that's what we're doing on OnlyFans. OnlyFans.com slash Jesus. You can uh, tweet me at Jesus 420 on Twitter if you want to during the show Dallas Novelty retweeting. So uh, we got a lot of good uh, big press releases and some of the big adult industry publications as well. So that was awesome. You'll see my interview with uh, Nick Mailer from Dallas Novelty later tonight. Of course, the uh, St. Peter voicemail, the Profiles and Death on Don Shul, that's coming up next segment. Now to Carol Baskin. Why Carol Baskin? Because uh, Tiger King is still kind of big. People are still kind of talking about it. It's kind of funny what happened. She even thought it was funny. And you know what? I understand a lot of people hate on Carol Baskin, but, okay, she killed her husband and got away with it. I mean, does that disqualify her now from polite society? Are we all cool with OJ? And you know you are. You're saying right now, no, I'm not cool with OJ. Yeah, you are. If OJ knocked on your door and wanted to come in and use your bathroom, he'd be like, fuck yeah, OJ, come on in. Can I get an autograph, bro? Let me go find a football for you to fucking put your sign, your, or, a, or a butcher knife for you to sign. You would be absolutely cool with OJ, so why can't you be cool with Carol Baskin? She killed somebody, she got away with it. Good for her. Fuck, the case could be made very easily she did a much better job than OJ. If OJ would have fed Nicole and Ron Goldman to Tigers, none of that would happen. Anyway, this is what happened to Carol Baskin. She got pranked. Pranked, bro. Classic. She got pranked with a soundboard. Thank you so much for being on our show. We appreciate it. We love you. How are you? I'm doing great. My daughter, Jamie, suggested that I do this interview with you. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Carol Baskin just did her first interview since the release of Netflix's docuseries Tiger King with Jimmy Fallon. Mm, well, at least she thought she was talking to Jimmy Fallon. Has this been your first interview you've done since the show? It's the first public interview I've done. British YouTubers Josh Peters and Archie Manners managed to trick the Big Cat Rescue CEO into thinking she was doing an interview with The Tonight Show host. Here's how. We then scoured the internet to find audio clips of talk show hosts asking questions to real celebrities on real shows. We then download the clips onto this iPad, ready to play to our guests once they appear on Zoom. Carol wasn't too happy about her portrayal in Tiger King. We're kind of popular. <laughs> and initially refused the pitch to talk on the late night show, but eventually got on board when Josh and Archie, posing as bookers for the show, said Jimmy would only ask about her organization and big cats in general, not about the various allegations made in the documentary that suggest she may have killed her former husband, Don, which Carol has denied. 
I never threatened him. And they kept to their promise, asking her legit questions using Jimmy's voice, of course. Got a lot of animals back there. Yes, we have 55 exotic cats. Were you all sent to the quarantine? Are you, were you fully stopped? Yeah. So basically, people have been doing prank calls with soundboards for many, many years. Obviously, this is above and beyond. This is well done. And again, as they point out, they were respectful of her and didn't, you know, there was no gotcha moments. It was, they just wanted to do it, I guess, to see and to show that they could do it. I saw after two days of their YouTube video on what they did was like 4.2 million views or something like that. So it was worth it. And it seems like they put a lot of work into it. It's just, it's incredible. This is incredible. She couldn't seem. She couldn't seem at all. She was not disconcerted by that. In the least. Have all your supplies. Thankfully, we were able to fill up our freezers. We can store about 20,000 pounds of food at a time. She also revealed how the pandemic has impacted Big Cat Rescue. Unfortunately, due to the loss of tourism revenue, we had to let go about half of our staff. And thankfully, all of our animal care is done by volunteers. So the animals are still... I like the background. Should they have the cool... Uh... The cool CGI swamp background. Well, getting their daily care, but it means all of us are having to work double time to make sure that all of that happens. I mean, well, when does anybody ever get to see a, a cat? After COVID-19, I just don't know if we're ever going to be able to do tours again. They even teed her up so she could talk about the Big Cat Safety Act, a law she has been championing to end the abuse of big cats by private owners. Everyone who's been coming on the show, we ask them if they have a charity or something they want to spotlight. What, what is the story behind this? I'm not going to lie to you guys. This whole thing gave me so much anxiety. Like, what if she had asked Jimmy a question? They would have been screwed. I don't know how Josh and Archie kept it together, but they did. She has so much anxiety about their prank call. So there you have it. Two cool cats managed to trick the world's biggest kitten into giving her first ever interview since Tiger King. And I bet you're wondering what Carol Baskin thinks of all this. She called him up like, I'm gonna feed you my fucking tires, you fierce bastards. You cool cats and kittens. <laughs> a rep for Big Cat Rescue released a you're gonna die, motherfucker. Statement to E.T. on Carol's behalf Sunday, saying, quote, I was suspicious as we were doing it because the questions appeared taped, but had no idea it would turn out to be such a fun prank. It gave us a very welcome good laugh. You heard that right. She laughed about it. And there's more. Yeah, she's laughing in public. Right now she's starving those tigers. She's gonna bite those British guys down. Like, oh, I'm cool with it. Why don't you come down to Big Cat Rescue and I'll give you a tour. Yeah, man, we got masks and shit that I'll fucking put peanut butter on. <laughs> so the so the tigers eat your face off. <laughs> Don't worry, there's peanut butter smeared all over the mask, you British fucking bastards. Come tour the park with me, and uh, let me get this fucking uh, let me douse you in this soybean oil or whatever, and uh, we'll go visit the cats. It's fucking cool. I'm totally cool with you pranking me. You would just step like really close to the fence. Like really just fucking, if you want to put your arm in there, that'd be cool too. I'd be totally down. <laughs> be putting your, your arm covered in olive oil in the fence. Quote, I appreciate their cleverness and that they created their video in a way that I don't feel was in any way mean spirited. And that's how you handle a prank like a boss. Can we just have uh, Jimmy's outro to that please? Coming to Jimmy in three, two, one. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It means a lot to so many millions of people watching the show. Thank you so much. 
While Carol has been tight-lipped since the release of Tiger King, some of the other stars of the viral documentary, not so much. E.T. chatted with Jeff Lowe and his wife Lauren, who were seen in the docuseries Taking Over Joe Exotic's Zoo, prior to his arrest and conviction. What were you told was being made? Because you guys really opened up your lives. What kind of movie were you told or series were you told was being filmed? You know, initially when we when the producers came to us, it was after Joe had left the park, we met them for the first time. And they came here to tell us that it was an expose on Carol Baskin. And at the end of the end of the interview, I kind of took Eric Good, the producer, off into my cabin and I said, you know, you might want to slow down the process of your of your project because it's going to turn out a lot different than you think. As for Joe, he remains behind bars after being sentenced to 22 years in prison for hiring a hitman to murder someone and killing and selling tiger cubs. His husband Dylan spoke with ET in April. What's the status of your relationship with Joe now? We are still married um, and you know we, we talk quite frequently except you know he was just moved different facilities and has been in his little isolation period. Um, so, you know, we, we're not able to talk as much, but tomorrow he gets all his phone privileges back and he's, he's out of his little isolation. So it's, it's going to be good and back to normal. Normal. That's good. Let's go see. Joe Exotic is hanging in there. Imprisoned. This next one is, uh, well, it really doesn't need an introduction. It's, uh, it's a five-year-old driver. A five-year-old was caught driving. Yep, troopers say that's a five-year-old behind the wheel of his parents' SUV. How old are you? You're five years old. The boy was stopped along a freeway in Utah after driving for a few miles. Where did you learn how to drive a car? The kid even knew to pull off to the side of the road. She'd be like, Grand Theft Auto, bitch. You wanna taste my bat? For the trooper. The trooper initially thought the SUV was being driven by an impaired driver who needed medical attention. But when he walked over to the driver's front window, what a shock. Young man was there. He was sitting on the front edge of the seat so that he could reach the brake pedal to keep the car stopped while I was standing there. And I helped him get the car into park. The boy was headed to California to buy a Lamborghini after he said his mom wouldn't buy him one, troopers say. You just sit right there for a second, okay? The child had three bucks on him, they add. No charges have been filed. The incident remains under investigation. I'm Lee Sheps for InsideEdition.com. But if it had been a black five-year-old, they would have tased him. No charges filed. Fucking racist. By the way, and look, I understand that <clears throat> parents are busy and they got stuff going on. But if your five-year-old is able to steal your vehicle, there's a certain lack of supervision going on. Say, oh, you know, they were, they were playing with a toy and they fell and they got hurt. That's one thing. They got your car keys, left the house, got in your vehicle, left, got on the highway. At some point, there's a breakdown of parental supervision. I don't want to be judgy, but look, there's certain limits. 
certain limits you gotta keep your kids within not driving a vehicle on a busy highway well that seems like the top of the list i don't know again still to come i said the next segment st peter voicemail our profiles in death he tells his don shula story also a little bit later in my interview that i did on instagram live with nick mailer from dallas novelty dallas novelties DallasNovelty.com. You can go check them out there and all the things they have to offer. And now, to end the segment, on a less than upbeat note, murder hornets. A massacre in the honeycombs. There were dead bees all over the front of the hive, all over the bottom board. And they all had, had all been chopped to bits. They were decapitated. Beekeeper Ted McFall says he went to check on a hive one morning in November and found an entire colony destroyed. 60,000 honeybees torn apart in a savage attack. About a month later, the alleged attacker was revealed. This Asian giant hornet found in Blaine, Washington, just a couple miles from McFall's Asian hornet. Fucking racist everywhere. Property. And all it takes is a couple dozen of the Asian giant hornets to show up and start lopping off heads. Dubbed the murder hornet for its powerful sting and the way it decapitates its prey, this is the first time the world's largest hornet has been seen in the U.S. In its native Asia, Vespa mandarinia is notorious. Seen on programs like Netflix's 72 Dangerous Animals. Washington State entomologist Chris Looney says the clock is ticking. The goal is to eradicate it now while the population is presumably small. If he and his colleagues can't wipe out the invaders this summer, they're likely to multiply and spread across the country with potentially disastrous consequences. They're counting on the public to help trap and track hornets back to their nests. They have a one-year life cycle, and so uh, every year we can keep a nest from reproducing, um, then, then we win. The hornets also pose a threat to humans. Adventurer and YouTube personality Coyote Peterson tracked one down in Japan to demonstrate how painful their sting can be. Ah! Searing pain! A few dozen stings can be fatal. Asian giant hornets... <laughs> this guy went all the way to Asia to purposely get one of these hornets to sting him for his YouTube channel. Maybe this is why I'm not as popular as I should be. I don't know. I don't, I guess I don't go the extra mile like that. Maybe I should have a murder hornet stuck to my face. Now look, I saw, I've seen other articles that bug experts say, you know, it's not a big deal. The, you know, 50 people a year die where these murder hornets are. They don't really normally attack humans just the way, you know, bees and other hornets and shit and wasps don't normally attack humans. Uh, but it, it is interesting that when they, they kill the bees is with like their major thing, they chop off their head and they pull up the torso so their their babies can eat it. <laughs> it's fucking hardcore. Kill around 30 to 50 people a year. And while Japanese bees have evolved to create self-defense systems, North American bees have no idea how... You can tell the Japanese bees because they're just like ninjas. How to fight an alien predator like this. Bee Lives Matter experts say not just for honey, but the entire food system. The pollination that um, honeybees do for our food supply cannot be understated. I mean, there's so many fruits and vegetables that are dependent on honeybees. In other words, a threat to the bee is a threat to you and me. For today, Joe Fryer, NBC News, Los Angeles. That's right. So if you see a murder hornet, snitch on them motherfuckers. We're going to snitch on them. We're going to go back to their nests. We're going to kill them and their babies. That's how we're going to beat this. We're going to come together and kill the fucking murder hornets. 
Like I said earlier today, I did see the the praying mantis. They had a praying mantis in like a thing with like a enclosure with one of it, and the praying mantis just fucked it up. Wasn't even close. TKO first round just fucking destroyed that murder hornet. So you know what? Bring it, bring it. I'm sure we got lots of praying mantises. I don't know where they're kept. I don't know where they're stored. I don't know how we can get more. I'm going to go on Google after this. I'm going to find out how to lure praying mantises. I'm just going to fill my fucking house with it. Bring your murder hornets. When they meet my elite squad of praying mantises, then, then who made a wrong turn? Who made a wrong decision? The murder hornets. That's who. Stern Jesus Show Live, Chapter 3, Verse 26. All the information on the show can be found at sternjesus.net, including sponsors, their banners, past shows, social media links, all kinds of stuff. Stonerjesus.net, still to come, St. Peter's voicemail and our profiles in death on Don Shula. Also, my interview that I did on Instagram Live with Nick Mailer from DallasNovelty.com. All of that is still to come. We're live on Periscope and Twitch and Facebook. Again, I'll go try to share that Facebook to the, the, the Facebook group, the link. Not on YouTube. Again, I just it's, it's too much with the copyright bullshit. It's just enough. I'm not going to stream live on YouTube. Fuck them. My, my, it's fucking off my grill. Off my grill. Off my shit. Get out of my shit. Get out of my grill. YouTube. <laughs> Stoner Jesus Show live, bitches. We back. Yo. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here to tell you about another awesome sponsor of the show, Honest Buds. You find their banner on stonerjesus.net. Honest Buds are premium organic indoor grown flowers cultivated in Oakland, California. You get three and a half grams of 100% hand trimmed buds delivered in hermetically sealed and 100% smell proof CR glassware. 100% organic means their flowers have no pesticides or additives and they are non GMO. In addition, their third-party lab tested for purity and compliance. Pure, honest buds. Check out honestbuds.com to find out which strains they carry or simply click the Honest Buds banner on stonerjesus.net. Honest Buds, another awesome sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Learning the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Awaken, adjust, and aspire. High on Healthy. Mondays on demand. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches, allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. 
These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, cheap skin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z.com. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Candid. I want to give you the inside story. Captivating. I want to introduce you to my kind and amazingly talented friends. Compelling. We get to meet some of the most amazing cannabis activists and warriors around. Listen in as medical marijuana pioneer Dr. Dina shares never-before-heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest-growing industries in the world. I want to share with you what was once confidential information. Let's expose the truth, discuss the issues, and learn the facts. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. Pierre Savant speaks to patients, advocates, and professionals to keep you informed on all the latest trends and advancements in the medical cannabis industry on Alternative Talk, presented by AlternativeVibes.com. Tuesdays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Jesus Show, chapter 3, verse 26. We're doing a live on Periscope, Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch. I didn't share it on Facebook, but in the Facebook group, like I said, I was going to. See? Zinger doing nothing. Fucking staring into space during the commercial. Doesn't matter. Anyway, TLC in the uh, chat room on Periscope pointed out that sardine oil was what uh, Carol Baskin used allegedly to kill her husband or get the uh the maybe it's just what she said you would use if hypothetically you were going to feed your husband to tigers so if you'd like a tiger to eat someone's face off make sure you soak their coronavirus mask in sardine oil and hope they don't notice i think they will but the key to the whole plan is them not noticing so hopefully you can uh do that those of you just joined us, sternjesus.net. I'm straight here. Sternjesus.net. I don't care. Quarantine. <laughs> sternjesus.net is where all information on the show can be found now, as promised. We do profiles in depth. It's been a long 2,000 years since the end of the New Testament. We've done a lot of, me and myself and St. Peter, we've gotten up to a lot of shenanigans, a lot of tomfoolery, if you will. And we relate those stories. We used to have an old segment that for life me, I can't remember the name of, but now is profiles and death. So if someone dies or is dead or has been dead for a while or recently died, it doesn't matter. Only criteria is death. <laughs> we relate. If, if St. Peter and I had an interaction with them at some point, we relate that story on the show and we call it profiles and death. I assume 
That's why St. Peter left his voicemail. He gives us an update, a quick update on his coronavirus, that if you just joined us in that story, in that saga, he thinks he got coronavirus from snorting the liquefied brains of a bat, a dead bat, that he scraped off the side of the road during his uh, occupational duties as someone who is a dead animal on the side of the road, scraper, upper. That's how he thinks he got coronavirus. He's had various symptoms, which he references in the call. He also talks about Don Shula. Now, myself and St. Peter, again, it's been a long 2,000 years since the end of the New Testament. A lot of shit's been going on. We've spent a lot of that time in radio in various markets around the country. In the early 80s, we were in Miami, and he had an interaction with Don Shula, which he tells you about in this voicemail, Profiles in Death, Don Shula. Hey, 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 Jesus. Hey, Jesus, it's me, Peter. Uh, uh, I've been drinking quite a bit, uh, Jesus. I don't know. I think this, this coronavirus is really killing me, man. It's like my, my piss is like nine different colors. I stopped keeping track. I was keeping a journal. I, mean, I don't even bother anymore. I mean, what, what the fuck's the point, Jesus? I mean, it's all useless and worthless anyway, right? So what's the matter? We're all going to die. We're all going to fucking die, Jesus. So what the fuck does it matter what color my piss is? Or if it whistles when I pee and my dick hole does? Or if, you know, I'm hearing voices in my head and like various African accents? What the fuck does it matter, Jesus? In the end. Speaking of death, Jesus, did you see, uh... I saw the other day that uh, Don Shula died. You remember Don Shula, Jesus? He was the uh, coach of the uh, Miami Dolphins. His uh, inept child was the coach of the Bengals for a while. But Don Shula, he was the one that won a lot of games, not the, not the dickhead who coached the Bengals. Anyway, Jesus, you remember uh, back in the day, uh, we did radio in Miami. I forget the station other than that had that one uh, traffic uh, chick. They had a big tits, a Latina chick. I forget what her name was. Uh, Lupe or something, I don't know. Anyway, she was fucking hot, Jesus. But I remember, it was like 80 or 81. We were in that that, uh, that station in Miami, and uh, I saw Don Shula one day at that, that restaurant we always went to down by the uh, beach. And uh, he was there with like, a couple people, you know, it was like chilling. And I had a couple cocktails uh, that morning, Jesus, you know me. I threw back a couple of the mimosas before we went on the air in the afternoon. And uh, I had some rather uh, pointed comments uh, for Coach Shula about... The direction of the team at the time, uh, which I don't even think was really that bad. I just, I was in my mood, one of my moods, Jesus, you know how I get when I'm in one of my moods. So anyway, I had some like nasty shit to say to uh, to Don Shula. And uh, like he threw, uh, oh, so, I remember it was like it was yesterday, Jesus. I don't remember, really remember the name of the restaurant or anything like that. Or what, what the call letters were of the station we were on. But I I remember what Don Shula did, like it lied to the day I fucking die. I have Alzheimer's. It'll be my last memory, Jesus. I'm like five feet from him, and he stands up with this hot-ass coffee, and he throws the coffee, not the cup. He keeps the cup in his hand. You know, you gotta, you gotta like throw the cup and then like stop it in midair so the coffee shoots out at the person. And man, he had like fucking great aim. He me like flush right in the fucking face, and it was hot as shit, Jesus. It was like something from the fucking Matrix, man. He's like. He throws the cup and stops in midair and the coffee flies out and it fucking smashes me right in the face. And before I can recover from that, he shoves a big fucking tuna melt right in my face. And this motherfucker was hot, man. It just came out and the cheese burned a fucking hole like right in my cheek, man. I still got like the scar on my cheek, Jesus. That's another reason I'll never forget that day. 
and Don Shula scarred me for life with the coffee and the tuna melt right in my face. Last thing I remember, man, I was just writhing around the floor screaming and there was people running. It was like a fucking terrorist attack, Jesus. It was it was crazy. Uh, uh, I didn't press charges. I mean, uh, you know, he was Don Shula in Miami. What the fuck they were going to do? Plus, it was a cool story. I remember, as a matter of fact, Jesus, as a matter of fact, I remember calling you that night and telling you how much fucking pain my face was in. And you called me like a whiny bitch or something. Because, you know, you're like an asshole or whatnot. I don't know, that's kind of fucking rude. Anyway, yeah, that's my Don Shula story. Play that on your dumb show, Jesus. God, you were, I remember you so fucking nasty me that night, man. My face was oozing pus and fucking cheese. Was, oh, God. You were just like, you just went on and on about what a bitch I was. Man, and, uh, fuck you, Jesus. For real, for real. I usually sign off that way, but for real. Fuck you, Jesus. So I don't specifically remember him calling me that night and telling me what happened with, with Don Shula. It seems like something I would have remembered in any case. Uh, it doesn't sound like something I would have said. I would have called him a whiny bitch because you just heard him. He's whining like a bitch. It's fucking 40 years later. He's still talking about it. How Don Shula scarred his face with a tuna melt. And a fucking hot cup of coffee. God. Give me a fucking river, you baby. Scars are cool. Chicks dig that shit. Tell me you got a cool, you got a cool fucking face scar. You telling me it was because Don Shula uh, pressed his hot cheese tuna melt in your cheek? <laughs> Bitches will be all over you. Standard Jesus Show Live, Chapter Three, Verse Twenty Six. Continue the live show. Coming up, my interview with Nick Mailer from DallasNovelty.com. Make sure you go check out DallasNovelty.com. There's an interview we did on Instagram live. It was pretty cool. Talked about a lot of stuff. A very interesting guy. And uh, SternJesus.net, of course, for all the information on the show, sponsor banners, all that stuff. Also coming up during this break is an old bit of a St. Peter's list of Mother's Day gift ideas for those of you waiting to the last minute to try to find something. We have that for you as well. We're looking for some guidance from St. Peter. And let's face it, why wouldn't you be? It's very important stuff. All of that is coming up. Stay tuned to SternJesus.net for all information on the show. Follow me on Twitter, at SternJesus420, so you know what's going on. That's where I post most things, because we have the most reach and influence. Obviously, we have like you know a lot of fans on Facebook, but Facebook doesn't show our show to people, so fuck it. Not that Twitter is much better, but they are a little bit better in showing things to the people who follow it. Anyway. Sternity is your life. Chapter 3, verse 26. My interview with Nick Mailer from DallasNovelty.com coming up. Peace, bitches. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com. They got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. But don't just take my word for it. Let Beach, the owner of Hemptations, 
Tell you all about it. It's a very large selection of hemp goods, everything from reusable coffee filters to frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics, uh, earthly body product, bags on the retail site. You know, again, uh, anybody local in Cincinnati can go to hemptations.com and get the info on the stores. Planted everywhere is our .com is our retail site. You can hit me up on Hemptation Beach or like my Facebook page, Hemptations or Hemptations 2. I'm on Twitter, Google, <laughs> I'm on the internet everywhere, just like everyone. Um, you know, we love to hear from people all over the world, positive things about industrial hemp. That's what I do. That's what we do. Largest selection of industrial hemp on the planet in the stores. And I'd like to grow that inventory to be able to say that I haven't actually checked out all the other hemp retail spots to see if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere but uh, it's a it's a fair it's a fair selection and as beach always says having temptations Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone, gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little, your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network. Founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Welcome back, everybody. Stoner Jesus Show Live. Mother's Day is coming up, as you know, and who knows more about your mother than St. Peter? Yeah. I don't know. That's right. It's time now for St. Peter's Mother's Day gift idea. St. Peter is here with me. How's it going, Peter? Oh, well, not too good, Jesus. I have this little in, pain. Uh, like, okay, okay, know, okay, okay, the, okay. Right, 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 right. I, I don't care. Got pain Just a uh, formality, man. Well, it's a formality. I say, how you going? How's it going? Oh. See, it's going good, Jesus. We move on into the bit, right? Oh, okay. Right? You've done radio before, right? Right. Okay, let's do it. It's going good, Jesus. St. Peter is in his little glass booth. He got his little list of uh, St. Peter's Mother's Day gift ideas. So without further ado or build up, Peter, lay it on me. Oh, well, you can get your mom a, a vibrator. Because, you know, uh, moms have pussies, too. Hmm. Yeah. Um, that's that's true. That is true. Yep. Moms do have pussies. Yes, they do. It's a nice thought. Nice wet pussies. A little, little rabbit, a little bullet. Yeah. All right. What else you got, Peter? Um, you can get your mom some bread and some lunch meat. So she can make me a sandwich. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hey, now. I'm here all week. Good one, Peter. That's right. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got? Oh, you can get your, uh, get your mom a webcam. So, you know, I can I Skype with her and stuff, you know? Okay, okay. It's, you know, let's just not do a whole list of mom jokes. Let's, uh, let's do some serious shit here. It's not a mom joke. I want to Skype with your mom. Oh. Get her webcam. I want to see her. 
Well, I mean, a, a webcam is a nice gesture. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't have to just use it to Skype with you. Well, that would be its intended purpose. Well, I mean, now who would really want to do that? What? That, that would, like your face would be on the screen and it would be... Yeah. That would be bad. I mean, I'm no. looking at you right now. I look good. I don't want to. I wouldn't want to Skype with you. I don't like seeing you on a daily basis. I, or I even look, a semi-daily basis. I look good, Jesus. Even a weekly basis is a bit too much. Well, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Fuck your fucker. Right. Right. Well, anyway, uh, what else you got, Peter? Um, you get a uh, Skyrider, like right in the sky. Uh, sorry for putting up with my sir. Thank you for putting up with my shit. Um, uh, my my shit, mom. Thank you for putting up with my shit. I don't think I'm not what? an expert on skywriting, but I don't think you're allowed to write the word shit in the air. Who says? Who says? Who says? I, I can't. don't know who we would uh, get a ruling on that from. Maybe I could say something like, uh, "Thanks for putting up with my craziness," or "Thanks for putting up with me," or, or "Thanks for putting up with no, you know, no, my, my stuff. shit." Thanks for putting up my shit. Or whatever. I don't think you put shit in the air. I think I put shit in the air, Jesus. I don't know who would, who would cover that. Maybe the FCC? Well, or the FAA? Maybe know. the FCC and the FAA get together, you know, and the govern skywriting. They, they, maybe they, they'll, they'll decide on the word shit. I don't know what those letters mean, maybe Jesus. Maybe it's on a shit-for-shit shit basis. Or a shit-by-shit shit basis. I, I don't know what you mean. I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. I don't know. I'm interested now. I'm intrigued. What's the FAA? Can a skywriter write shit in the air? I don't know. I, well... Anyway, what else got Peter? Oh, you can uh, you can uh, uh, introduce your uh, introduce your mom to weed, you know, if she don't already smoke it or whatever. Now that that is a good idea. Yeah. There you go. There you go. It's always nice to introduce somebody to weed. Yes. Make sure you're of age so your mom like won't get pissed off and ground you or whatever. Well, yeah. Uh, if she still has the ability to ground you, maybe tread lightly. <laughs> otherwise, you think she's you know, amenable to the idea? Say, mom, check this shit out. Yeah. You know, she might already be a big stoner. You don't know. Fire this shit up. Fire up a spliff. Yeah. See what she says. Fire it up, moms. Hey, mom, this is choke a spliff. Out. I'm going to fire it up. Yeah. Fire it up. You want to you wanna choke up with me? Choke it up. There you go. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. It's very nice. It's always nice to introduce somebody to weed. No matter who they are. Yeah. Anything else, Peter? Oh, yeah. You can uh, just give your mom cash. You know, for like childhood shit and for like womb rental and stuff. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you say womb rental? That's what yeah. the womb Yes, womb rental. Okay. You're in the womb. Another childhood uh, expenses and shit. Maybe some, maybe, maybe broke a lamp or something when you were a kid. Yeah. Let's give her straight up cash. Don't even worry about it. Maybe wrecked her car or something. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Hey. All right. Sounds like yeah. a good Mother's Day. That's Give right. cash, vibrator. Yeah. Webcam. That's right. Some sky riding. Yeah. Right. Some bread and lunch meat. It's a good right. day. You're going to make me a sandwich. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's right. Yeah. It's nice. It's very nice. It is nice. It's very nice. Very good, Peter. Thank you. Yes. Uh, well, I got you here. Uh, well Jesus, done. I wanted to talk to you about <clears throat> something. Damn. I want to talk to you about something I got to go on my Fucking mind. You know what I'm saying? Cottonmouth, son. Like, you know what I'm saying? Jesus, are you Nothing listening to me? I'm already. Yes, no. I need to, you need to talk to me about something. I need to talk to you about okay. something. Okay. Okay. I got something you, going Peter. on in here that I need to talk to you we're about. Not, uh, we're not doing you anything else now. That was the bit. But, uh, Jesus, that I was the bit. Thank you. to you about. All right. Are you still in there talking? Microphone's not on, dude. Uh, just, just keep talking. Fine, you're, you're doing good. I always got to ruin it. A yeah, nice little bit, and and then you ruin it. Isn't that always the always the way? Anyway, Stern Jesus Show live, more music, comedy, all that other stuff. Happy Mother's Day, bitches! We'll be back. Get informed. Get inspired, and get connected. 
on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, Mondays on Demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. Tommy Chong is ready to cut through the smoke and change the tone of Tilk Radio. Hey, this is Tommy Chong. This is Ray Dawn on the other mic. Yes, the eldest. Was and awesome. we saw, it was called uh, Dying to Know. It's a love story between Ram Dass and Tim Leary. Yeah, the gay Jew and Tim. <laughs> but he wasn't gay when he was a professor. He didn't know. Yeah, that must have been a shock to his wife. <laughs> the one time he, like, met a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> the Tommy Chung Podcast, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome to my world. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Yo, what's up, everybody? Stern Jesus. Stern Jesus Show. Make sure the volume's up right. SternJesus.net. You can find us there. Should be talking to Nick Mailer from Dallas Novelty, DallasNovelty.com. Sex is for everybody. Should come on any time here, as long as I can work all this, which seems seems pretty easy. I, uh, I don't screw it up a lot. Take a little hit. There's Dallas Novelty. This is SternJesus.net. This interview will be on the Stern Jesus Show. I download it, play it on the show. DallasNovelty.com. Uh, get 15% off your entire order right now. DallasNovelty.com is a good way to celebrate National Masturbation Month, which is interesting. I, mean, I don't know if, if people masturbate more during this. Um, Dallas Novelty, Nick, you need to hit uh, where it says like request to join live or something. There should be like a button. You hit, and it brings you up on here. And uh, it's a pretty, uh, pretty cool technology. We had a little trouble with the broadcasting software that happens sometimes. It doesn't work for everyone. Uh, here we go. View. Professional broadcaster. How about that? <laughs> so uh, as long as we're on Instagram, let's him come up. There, there we go. go. Hey, Nick, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Let me adjust this volume here. There we go. All right. Can, well, you, hear me? Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Everything's sounds good. This is kind of cool. I've never done the Instagram one. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've had to do it a couple times. It's pretty interesting. Technology these days is just uh, is just amazing, as you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course, as I was just talking about, it is National uh, Masturbation Month. I don't know if people uh, gauge their masturbation. <laughs> I see like an increase in demand leading up to the month for uh, for sex toys and stuff from Dallas Novelty. Yeah, uh, I don't really know if there's a huge increase, like you said, with all the uh, stuff going on with the the pandemic. I think they really have. I think National Masturbation Month should have been a couple months by now. It started the end of March and went all through April, and now we got 
then we got a meta hit. So <laughs> it's an extended uh, month. There we go. Yeah, definitely. But it, it really picked up a lot. I mean, it, since you know the end of March, it's really been I mean, blowing up. Yeah, people spend all this time at home. They gotta, you gotta kill time. That's for sure. Yeah, really. The flashlights are moving. The rabbits are moving. There's pretty much tons of bondage. Oh, there you go. Yeah, people being quarantined together. You gotta, you gotta, uh, gotta spice it up a little bit. You gotta yep. put some stuff in there. Um, I understand that uh, you uh, well give us a little bit of history about uh, what happened to you and your battle with painkillers and stuff, and then like your journey to cannabis and how cannabis has helped you. Okay, um, I have a, a really rare disease called FOP, and it's that's the short version for it. It's called fibrodysplasia osmocans progressiva. It just means all my fibrous tissues, ligaments, tendons, muscles. Uh, turned to solid bone um, from an injury or, or just because it wants to. You know, there's been things that, you know, I haven't bumped anything and I'll grow a bone. And then other times, you know, like I was in a car wreck and some other stuff, you know, I knew it was going to happen. I lost movement in my legs when I was 19 and I was in a wreck. And within a month, my hips and everything had uh, formed bone over everything. So, and you know, lost movement in those because it's most of the people that get it lose movement in their neck and shoulders first, which is what I lost it in. Luckily, I could still you know move my legs and everything. I played soccer for 10 years, I did all this, but you know, they're, they're working on a cure. There's like seven drug trials right now that, that are already in the FDA approval stage, so they've done a lot of stuff in the last 10 years, which is pretty awesome. But uh, there, there isn't really treatment other than pain management. And most of the doctors, what they give us is, uh, you know, opiates. And so, you know, opiates are a really big thing right now. Uh, oh, it's been that way for a while. And uh, I actually weaned myself off taking Oxycontin because I was taking Oxycodone and Oxycontin, both short-term and long-term. And, uh, you know, that... It just wasn't very good for me, so it made me sleepy. I couldn't, you know, stay awake all the time, and it just wasn't very fun. So I started taking CBD about two years ago, and uh, it's really helped out a lot. I, I take gummies because they're just the easiest to do. Um, I take Green Roads and a couple other ones that we really like a lot. But uh, usually about 60 milligrams or sometimes 100 milligrams a day or so. To really, you know, make a difference, because uh, it, it cuts down taking the short term also that I, that I still take. Um, but CBD has definitely made a huge difference, and and we tell everybody we can about it because my wife takes it now. She loves. Uh, we make our own topical uh, cream, and she, uh, you know, uses that every day on her knees and back and everything. My, my sister uses it. She takes. Uh, drops and gummies. She's got a like three bulging discs and all kinds of stuff wrong with her back, and she just had uh, her ankle rebuilt. So she's not no, you know, she's been non weight bearing for it'll be nine weeks. So she's been, you know, she didn't want to take opiates either. So she's been taking more CBD to really help because you know it doesn't take much to get addicted to them. You know, you want to feel that 
you know, no pain, and that's pretty much what they do. And, you know, we we, we turned my mom on it also because she was really, you know, taking a lot of pills. Um, you mentioned the, the topicals and stuff. Uh, you guys sell uh, some cannabis products, and did you have some kind of issues with that? Yeah, we, we did sell a bunch for work. Oops, sorry about that. Um, we did sell a bunch for cannabis stuff, CBD stuff, but um, we actually had a hemp rope made by Doc Johnson on our website, and because it said hemp, um, PayPal killed us after 22 years of having an account. Um, Amazon Pay killed us, Apple Pay killed us, and they we're permanent banned right now. They won't. Even, they won't even talk to us about it because we had hemp, you know, a hemp product on our store. Wow. And you know, they they, they don't care that it wasn't you know anything to do with you know cannabis or even CBD. You know, I didn't I didn't have any CBD products at all on there. All it was was the the hemp uh, bondage rope, and they were really strict on it. And and the only way PayPal talked to me is through. Uh, mail. They've never answered me back. <laughs> so they won't talk to me on the phone about it. They won't do anything. So we're probably going to have to have an attorney look at it because we're losing about 35 grand a month without PayPal. Wow. Because there's so many people that still trust PayPal. It's a good system, but they're really picky on what they want. And, and they also pick and choose what stores they want to um, support as well because there's other stores that sell the exact same stuff I do. And you know, they don't have any issues at all. And some of come from competitors reporting us, you know, and things like that, just kind of shady stuff. But once you're, once you're out of there, they don't care. So they, they won't deal with you anymore. Yeah. So uh, Dallas Novelty itself, DallasNovelty.com, of course. Uh, how did that get started, and, and why did you start that? Um, I started it in uh, 2003 just sort of as a uh, – just side business. I was in the uh, mortgage business for a long time, and uh, I had people ask me because I've always owned my own businesses, and so we just started the, uh, you know, the online thing in 2003 with the, one of the, the free websites, and uh, you know, and I, I just let it run for, I don't know, till 2008 when the mortgage business crashed, and so then I started doing Dallas only full time. I took it and built the website and uh, you know I do pretty much everything on there right now. I, I do have a couple of people that do my you know, PR and SEO and stuff like that because it's a lot easier. I already have enough going on, but I've uh, entered all the uh, 24,000 items that we have on the website, written all descriptions, images, and all that stuff. So it's it's a lot of work. I work on it daily. Um, sorry about that. I should put this on a stand but uh, we uh, we work on it daily and uh, our PR team always really doing stuff for us and, and we like spread the word because sex is for everybody so we try to help you know the disabled customers that we have and the uh, you know because the older customers are becoming a big part of our group okay. um, you know, our customer base just because not a whole lot of people help them and so we're trying to Trying to do something about that. Same thing with the disability market. You know, the, nobody's really doing anything. They they might have a section, and a lot of it, they don't have a disabled person running their store, so they don't really know what they need. Yeah, uh, we've had more manufacturers contact us lately about you know what we think they could do to to make some of their products better. 
So that's really cool. Yeah, well, that stuff is definitely now needed uh, more than ever. Uh, after all this is over, well, and things approach whatever, uh, however close you're going to get to, you know, normal in the future, do you have any uh, plans, any projects, anything that, uh, anything you want to work on? Yeah, we're planning launching the CBD website um, once the uh, credit card stuff gets taken care of. Because right now, I have so many friends that are in the business. You know, a couple of them have actually had to pull out because the credit card companies are just too hard to deal with, with, uh, you know, anything to do with CBD. And so, you know, I've had friends that spent a lot of money getting everything set up. So I've opened stores, and because they couldn't take credit cards and everything, it just really killed their business. Because people don't like putting their banking account information on the websites and, and things like that. They'd rather use a credit card. Yeah. And so I know that's a big problem right now. And until they get it fixed at the federal level, the banks just aren't going to deal with this. Yeah, we've uh, made a lot of progress. We've still got a long way to go. And uh, it seems like things have kind of stalled right now, obviously, because of the coronavirus. But hopefully, after that gets passed a little bit, we can get back into, you know, I do a lot of cannabis activism and write about it and do a lot of shows about it. And hopefully we can get moving forward with that again because a lot of people still are, are left out. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there's a bunch of uh, CBD lubes that have been coming out a lot lately. So that's kind of cool. Um, there's a new one called Go Love that just came out. And there's uh, High on Love has all kinds of really cool stuff. We've been there, you know, some of that stuff that a lot of the mainstream sites are selling. So. Maybe we will get popped for it, but we just have to watch it and see. Um, but we only have a couple on there just to see, just to try it out. Yeah. So where can people find you online? Obviously, DallasNovelty.com. Uh, what is your uh, your social media stuff? Um, everything, like Instagram, Twitter, um, Tumblr, all that stuff is just Dallas Novelty, one word. Um, so it's pretty simple. We, we got them a long time ago, so nobody else got them. But we do... We're starting to do more stuff on Instagram. We've been doing it a while, but we sort of uh, slowed down on it while we were busy doing the, the orders because it's just our orders picked up probably 400% in the last month. So it's been really busy. And the, and the biggest part with that was most of the warehouses and manufacturers were closed. Mm. So it was really uh, tricky to try to find product for everybody to, to fill their orders. Yeah, we're going to do some contests and stuff here pretty soon. I was going to ask you if you've had any, like, supply issues or anything. Because I read a story a couple months ago before it really hit here that obviously a lot of uh, stuff is manufactured in China with them closing the borders over there and stuff. That's going to affect supply here. Was there, like, a lot of stuff you couldn't get or had trouble getting? Oh, yeah. There's still a supply issues going on um, right now. They're, they're big containers just sitting in the ports and um, – Customs isn't clearing the crates because they're from China. Yeah. You know, they're having to scan them and do everything else just to make sure they're they're clean. And so there's you know, there's millions of dollars of, of adult toys just sitting like in a port of Long Beach and out in New York City, you know, New York and everywhere else in Miami just waiting to get unloaded. So a lot of them are still sitting on boats or sitting on the dock and they're just, you know, waiting in line. So, like all the big, like Pipe Dreams and all these other big companies, you know, they, they sold out of a bunch of stuff, but they can't refill it. So, Crazy. and then another problem they had was right before uh, all the shelter place things went down, all these companies got orders, you know, pallets of stuff right before they closed. 
Well, these pallets have been sitting there as well, so they're trying to get all that technique. And most of the companies just started on Monday, and so they're trying to play catch-up. I know some of the people had fifteen to 20,000 orders sitting in queue waiting to get filled. And so, you know, that, that's a lot of business. And that's just one. Every one of them that opened on Monday had at least that much in order sitting there. That's crazy. Uh, it was a busy, busy month. Well, I'm sure it'll continue to be. Uh, Nick, DallasNovelty.com, thanks for coming on here and uh, taking the time to finally get on the show. It was awesome. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. We'll, we'll send you some toys and we'll get back on there and, and uh, talk to you about them. Awesome. Will do. Anytime. Uh, happy National Masturbation Month. Thanks a lot, man. Y'all have a good time. Have a good night, Nick. All right. Thanks. There you go. All right. Well, that worked well. Look at me. Professional broadcaster on Instagram Live. As I said, it's different from the broadcasting software. The broadcasting software, you do the, the graphics and stuff like that, but for some people, it just doesn't work. But that's fine because we have the fallback on Instagram Live, and I can download this, and I play this on the show, and I can add graphics to it. I'm just, you, you have no idea. There's all kinds of broadcasting things going on here. Thanks again to Nick. DallasNovelty.com. Sex is for everybody. 15% off your entire order. As he said, uh, demand's picking up. Supply is restricted. You know what that means. I mean, if you want to get your sex toys, then you got to... Yeah, pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. Pull the trigger on that purchase. And go check it out. Thank you, Nick. Thanks, everybody who joined us. Lainey, of course, thank you as well. Uh, we had a couple of cool press releases and like some big adult publications. So, you know, really, we're, we're, we're spreading the word. Because people are stuck at home. Right? They're forced to watch. They're forced to watch what I got going on. It's cool, though. And with Nick, and people like Nick, you know, just uh, like he said, there's just so much still going on. A lot of, at least for me, it seems like a lot of the cannabis stuff is kind of like towards the back of my mind now. And I just keep thinking myself, telling myself, well, we'll pick it back up when all this is over or whatever and get back into activism and pushing because a lot of 2020 stuff isn't going to happen. There's still some ballot stuff that's going to happen later this year, but a lot of places that we thought would have cannabis issues on the ballot. Uh, they're not going to, for obvious reasons, though you, know, you can't collect signatures and such with social distancing and all that, obviously. So, you know, a lot of that is delayed, but we, we keep moving forward on whatever front, whether it's CBD or hemp, uh, marijuana laws, medical marijuana, whatever you want to call it. We can't forget there's a lot of people that are still criminalized for not infringing on the rights of anyone else. So along with the other sort of silly show we do, we'll like to talk about that as well. Thanks again, DallasNovelty.com. Go check them out. They said there's just tons of products. I mean, right now I'm looking at Shane Diesel, a realistic penis extension and girth enhancer. Does that mean you put it on and that's your dick? See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. If you guys are stuck in with your name and another, you know, you go through the playbook pretty quick. You get to the playbook pretty fast, and well, you gotta you gotta branch out a little bit. You gotta you know, you gotta add, you gotta extend, you gotta improvise, all that stuff. See the Kendra Lust life size ass stroker with vagina masturbator. See, 
I find a lot of money, I saw this website. We <laughs> go nuts right now, I'm getting all kinds of shit. But no, I, you know, so calm down. Thank you. Thousandmonthly.com. If you got a lot of money, you want to go buy a bunch of sex toys, well, uh, by all means. Like I said, if not now, when? And you really don't, if you're if you're in quarantine with your significant other, you don't want to run out of, you know, stuff to do. And then you're just stuck there. You're talking. And, oh, no. so, thanks, everybody. Stern Jesus Show, SternJesus.net. On the next live show, it's probably be like tomorrow night, I think. Uh, I'll play this interview. Other stuff we got going on, I think. Uh, crap, hold on. I'll go see. I write it down for this very purpose. Uh, we have profiles in death. With Don Shul, I'll talk more about the show we got going on OnlyFans, the interviewing stuff, and the topless interviews we got coming up. Um, Carol Baskin, something funny happened to her. You know who that is. Don't pretend you don't know who Carol Baskin is. <laughs> it. And we'll play next interview as well. As I said, on various platforms, Periscope, Twitch, all that stuff. Thanks again, DallasNovelty.com. Thanks to all of you for watching and listening and all of that jazz. See you on the next Stone Jesus Show Live. The next time on Instagram, whatever. Peace, bitches. Thank <laughs> you.